When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Attention homos and homettes. The train to the Rainbow Rewatch is officially leaving the station. Please keep your hands, feet, flip phones, and webkins inside the vehicle at all times. If you're not gay, now you are. Congratulations. Get ready in five, four, ah. Did I scare you? Good. Hi, my name is Liliana. And my name is Daniel, and today on Rainbow Rewatch, we will be reviewing Mamma Mia and ask the question, was this movie actually any good? Yes. <laughs> An astounding yes in actuality. An astounding absolutely 100% yes. This movie is capital N nostalgic for me. Yeah. Um, Big time. It's also just so, just so good. The music is phenomenal. It made our generation appreciate like ABBA in a way we never would have known. Absolutely. Well, because the musical was like already a big deal, mm-hmm. but the movie brought it right to our little eyes. Yeah. And now ev- people our age stan ABBA, yeah. as they should, because ABBA is great. Yeah. Like Dancing Queen is like so many people's. Like one of the one of the family lines in my sorority was called the Dancing Queen. I love that. If if you hate the song Dancing Queen. You're not a human being. You don't have, like, yes, it's overplayed. Like, yeah, it's cheesy, but it's overplayed for a reason. It's a good, it's so good song. It's a damn good song. Mm-hmm. Um, All the songs, and even the songs of Abba's that aren't in the musical are still good. They just have so many good bops. Yeah. Um, But I just love this movie so much. Even because we watched this together. Mm-hmm. And um, I have the DVD at my house. Mm-hmm. So we did something really retro and we played a DVD. Yeah. Um, and even the DVD is nostalgic. Like all the ads were coming on yes. before. And I was like, oh my God, I remember that Billy Elliot ad. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, I just, I've seen, I'm, I've probably seen that DVD upwards of 30 times. Mm-hmm. Probably. I, I definitely know what you mean about like the ads before, before movie. I love like the trailers before movies in the movie theater. Yes. It's my favorite part of the movie. And especially like, um, remember the Disney v- VHS tapes where it'd be like, do coming soon mm-hmm. and it'd be like the blue screen yeah and, little, and the little tinkerbell and the little tinkerbell yes or is that you know or is that like a mandela effect what because the tinkerbell of uh, the tinkerbell no i don't think the, t- the tinkerbell wasn't in what i was talking about i feel mm-hmm. like she's been in she you know what tinkerbell's in uh-huh the dvd one like a disney dvd oh only the dvd ones only, she comes in she goes uh-huh. like shoom, shoom, and she like cast a little spell and the dvd goes like it flickers Ooh. but not in the vhs one the vhs one is is just like a blue thing it says coming soon uh-huh so i think that might be the mandala fact because i've seen people i've seen discourse about this on, <laughs> on tiktok it's very important it is it's what we should be focusing on a whole podcast just on the dvd intro <laughs> with tinkerbell in it we could do i it. just really think like she's speaking to me in that moment it's just like honestly a meta feminist commentary mm-hmm. on female entrepreneurship and technological innovation oh my god you took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> 
funny because I really did not know what I was saying until yeah. it came out of my mouth. Period. Um, I love me some ABBA. I'm going to give you a fun fact, though. Oh, wait, should I give the synopsis? Yeah, you give it. <laughs> oh, you're right. We're going bareback today. We are going raw and dirty. We have no structure sheet. Mm-hmm. We're winging this one, babes. Okay. So Donna, an independent hotelier. Ooh. Oh, that's a French that's word. A word. <laughs> that's um, a word. That's a word, I think. An independent hotelier <laughs> in the Greek islands is preparing for her daughter's wedding with the help of two old friends. Meanwhile, Sophie, the spirited bride, has a plan. She secretly invites three men from her past, from her mother's past, in hopes of meeting her real father and having him escort her down the aisle. So basically, her mom slept around. Mm-hmm. She was that bitch. She was a little slut. A little Meryl Strip was a slut. She was a little, a little sneaky snake. And um, but honestly, I used to think this was a big thing. But having sex with three different men mm-hmm. within a month—that's not crazy. That's it- really honestly kind of tame compared to a lot of people <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah the movie does make it seem like it literally happened in like the same night <laughs> but like oh honey honey all three at once mm-hmm. now that is a movie i would watch oh yeah i'm sure there th- that's somewhere on the internet <laughs> that's somewhere oh Absolutely. no mama mia fanfic M- oh it exists mama mia mama mia deviant sovi x harry <laughs> stop well, because they're probably not... This is what I was saying. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. can't believe I'm going to bring this up. But during the movie, I was like, it's kind of hot to have three dads. <laughs> and I was like, you're sick in the head. I'm sick in the head. But then what I said is, she... Only one of them is her dad. So if she was attracted to any of her dads, there's a 66% chance it's not her actual dad. And she should just do it without a paternity test. No paternity test needed. No, that would almost. Out of flavor. <laughs> the little mystery. Uh-huh. No, it's absolutely, we are sick in the head. But, I mean, it, it is kind of hot. I think it's just like a, a gay thing. Uh-huh. Like three dad figures. Yeah. It's the daddy issues coming out from me. Um, But, <laughs> my God. She's really not that... My, Donna is not that bad. She's really not that. Yeah, she's but a good mom. She's a good mom. And she, so... I was, I was explaining the plot. So Sophie has three potential dads. That's uh-huh. basically it. And the whole movie is like, who's the dad? Does Sophie really want to get married? Yeah. And Sophie has, honestly, like, Bella Swan syndrome, in which she's terrible. Sophie! I love Sophie. I think Sophie's the best. Here's what I'll give her. Uh-huh. She's crafty. She is. She's, um she's determined and mm-hmm. she does what she wants to do she sent those letters to her potential dads without knowing them like that's really bold i feel like that's the first plot hole though how would she get their addresses there's a million harry whatevers that's a great question did her mom and even if like say her mom had their address it'd be their address from like 30 years ago yeah or 20 years ago however long ago yeah i don't know about that yeah, yeah. That's okay a good wait plot hole. keep going keep dissecting sophie um so she she has some good qualities for uh-huh. sure, but she is like sort of whiny and sort of unappreciative, and and I get it. She's like supposed to be nineteen. She doesn't know what she wants out of life. Mm-hmm. Um, but automatically, if you're nineteen and you want to get married, 
red flag number one. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to be friends with you. Yeah, and she doesn't strike me as the waiting to get married type. No. Um. So she definitely, she definitely wasn't doing it for religious reasons. <laughs> or maybe she was. Yeah. Okay, but okay. So you never saw Mamma Mia two, right? I've never seen Mamma Mia two. Um. So the way, do you know what happens in it? I know that Meryl Streep dies. Yeah. And I know that there's a lot of flashbacks to when Meryl Streep was alive. That's all I know. Yeah. So now that... So, and they're doing a Mommy 3. But now that they killed Donna, I don't understand what is supposed to happen. Here is why that was a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Because the whole movie is about the relationship between Donna and Sophie. Yeah. Yes, it's about Donna and all these men. Yes, it's about Sophie and all of her potential fathers. But it's really about, like, their bond and the fact that they've been together all these years. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Sophie might be looking for men to, like, fill the hole, the man-sized hole in her life. But she has her mom. who's And, that you know, like, that's... So when you get rid of that, Mm -hmm. like, what is the movie about? Like, not the chosen family? Like, I don't know. What's the theme? What was the theme of Mamma Mia 2? Mamma Mia 2 was literally just, like, them being sad and like I don't know grieving okay and that's a theme I guess it's <laughs> a theme whatever <laughs> but the thing is like it's not that like Meryl Streep couldn't do the movie she literally had like a ghost scene she was in it she was literally in it I, no but it had it had to have been a scheduling oh, issue oh and then you know Cher like yes Cher was the grandma yeah so I think it was just like togetherness and family but I just thought like okay but like Who's going to die in the third one? <laughs> this time it's Sophie. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, Or like Sophie is pregnant. Like maybe like baby shower. See, that would have been a great plot. For the second one. For the second one. Or uh-huh. Sophie's actually getting married this time. Yeah. Because, you know, she didn't get married at the end of Mamma Mia. Yeah, 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 yeah. She actually gets married. Let's do that again. Like, yeah. I don't know. Something. Because the whole thing about Mamma Mia is it's not necessarily that it's good. Like, the value in Mamma Mia is not that it's good, it's that it's fun. Uh Uh-huh. The the music, the storyline's stupid, the characters are fun. It's a fun musical. Yeah. Right? So, you can do that again for Mamma Mia 2, but making it serious, or slightly more serious by having her mom die and (laughs) grieving, I'm like, you're missing the point of the ABBA songs. Mm -hmm. The ABBA songs are fun. They could have, like, if they wanted to flashbacks and everything, they could have just, like, done it and kept her alive. Or, like, or like Sophie's going through a similar experience that she once went through. Mm-hmm. And then they're, like, going back and forth between their parallel existences, which would, again, get between their whole relationship without yeah. Meryl Streep. You know, because Meryl Streep could have even, if it was scheduling issues that kept her out of the movie, mm-hmm. they could have done that and still had her be a character, but had most of the Donna scenes be flashback Donna. Yeah. So many mistakes were made. And I think I just need to see the goddamn movie. Um, I just need to see it. But um, I'm resistant. Okay, I'm looking at Mamma Mia 3 plot. Plot anything. Oh, no. Um, Okay. Mamma Mia 3. Here we go again, again. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, what is the name of it? Do they have a subtitle? I don't know. Is it official? Yeah. Is it other they have, like, started? I don't know if they started, but I definitely know they announced it. Here's the thing. I didn't realize there was such a big Mamma Mia market. Like, now that it... I think they they realized people really liked it, did the second one, and was like, oh, wait. 
We should do a third one. But, but I guess the second one was successful. I mean, everyone, a lot of people I've talked to have been like, it's good. I can't believe you haven't seen it. Mamma Mia 2? Yeah. It's, it's good. It's not bad. No, it's well, just very, it's just poor choices were made. Yeah. Right. I For mean, what it undoubtedly. Is, yeah, which is what I've heard. So, like, I'm sure, and, and it's so interesting because it's like, who knew that Mamma Mia would be, like, the next MCU? <laughs> I, I love I love using the word MCU and things that are just having nothing to do with Marvel. But you know what? It, like, there's now going to be three movies off of this single universe. And some spinoffs. <laughs> they should do a spinoff. And a Netflix documentary, docu-mockumentary. Yes. They're going to have to, like take all the ABBA songs and like put them in reverse to like get some new music out of them. Stop. Because they're just yeah. really recycling all How the many ABBA songs does, does ABBA have? So many. Okay, good. You know what they should do? Because mm-hmm. ABBA, I know this because one of my last partners was um, spoke Spanish. They had a lot of Spanish speaking songs. Mm-hmm. Like they recorded a song and then would also record it in Spanish. You know, there is a Spanish character in, in the second one. So I think he does sing one of the Spanish ones. There we go. Uh-huh. And it's great. The Spanish songs are great. And it, it made Abba, like my, my last partner who was uh, Mexican, his dad, who's like this machismo Mexican guy, mm-hmm. loves Abba. Really? Loves. I love that. Which like, you... I understand. You got gay rights. He said he really did on that day. Mm-hmm. Um, he really did. Shall I give you a fun fact? Yeah. Here it is. Um, Pierce Brosnan had no idea what the film was when signing on. The producers told him that it would be it was being filmed in Greece and that Meryl Streep was starring, and so he signed up straight away because it involved Meryl Streep. Um, but he literally did not know what it was about. That is. He literally saw Meryl Streep's name and was like, sign me up. And Which, like, now, like, I think past Into the Woods, it was like, before Into the Woods, everything Meryl Streep was in was gold, including Mamma Mia. Oh, are you saying Into the Woods is not good? Yes. I agree. I agree, I think. Thank I you. do, I wish, I wish it was better. I agree, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Is it, was it bad? No, um, no, no. Could it have been better? Oh my God, it could have been so much better. Mm-hmm. That's my issue. But, um... Everything Meryl Streep touched was like gold. Now I'm like, she's kind of hit or miss. Yeah. Because she's just so famous. She's she, in everything. She does do a lot. Yeah. So it's just like, some of them are bound to be terrible. But mm-hmm. I get it. Could you just imagine signing? And he's not a singer. So yeah. he really signed up to do a musical without knowing. And then he just had to sing. All he did was just stand there and look hot. He really is a terrible singer. We were all those happy days. <laughs> you know? Stop. Um, he is he is a daddy in this movie though for sure Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you gotta give it to him yeah you know what he's also super hot in Uh percy jackson when he's a half horse he's a centaur he's he's in that he's the centaur guy oh my god no really i didn't know that okay he's got like a shirtless moment Mm. daddy yes very fine give me his maybe i might need a a horse cock dildo (laughs) No. We're bringing it back bring, to last episode. We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. Okay, so fun fact number two. Mm-hmm. Um, Cher turned down a role in the first film. Um, She was cast as, as Tanya. She was offered the role of Tanya. Which is... um, Christine Baranski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tall, skinny lady. Tall, skinny, rich bitch. Which is just... I don't know. I feel like... Cher is Cher did distract me in the second movie 
Because she was Cher. She's Cher. So, like... You've seen Moonstruck. Oh, <laughs> have I seen Moonstruck? Listen, I, I I knew it because you're Italian, so, like, of course. Moonstruck is literally my family's, like, favorite movie. We've it's seen it a million a times. great movie. It is a great movie. Cher is a great actress. I do sort of forget Cher when I watch because it. It's, because she's just this woman. <laughs> she's just this she motherfucking does, woman. Also, she doesn't have the straight hair. She has the curly hair. with the gray in it. So I like, need to watch this movie again. It's a great movie. It's so good. And, um... Nicholas Cage. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage also doesn't seem like Nicholas Cage. No, because he's so, especially because now everything Nicholas Cage is in is like so stupid. But yeah, he was like good in this movie. Um, I we should do before we fangirl too much. We should just do Moonstruck. We should just do it. It's like a little early. Uh huh. But I do love it. I literally like that was one of those movies that we had the DVD of, yes. so we watched it constantly. Snap out of it. <laughs> yes, literally. <laughs> literally. Um, so if she was Tanya, do I think she would have done a good job? Yes. But she would have stolen the show. She would have stolen the show. But Christine Baranski, mm-hmm. she is amazing. She's very subtle. She's very subtle. Her mm-hmm. in the Grinch. Oh, she is in the Grinch. She's, She's that the sexy lady again. She's the sexy in the lady in the Grinch. Uh-huh. She knows her brand. Could you imagine? Could you imagine being an actress and just being like, ugh, I keep getting all these sexy roles. Like, what's wrong with me? But, like, literally, like, cougar roles. Yes. Like, was she, did she do stuff when she was young? I don't know. Prob- I'm probably. Mm-hmm. But she's great. She was in um Chicago. That wasn't when she was young, but she Who played. Was she in Chicago? The, was she Velma? No. She played, um, that was Catherine Zeta-Jones. Mm-hmm. She right, played right, right. um the, a news reporter lady. In the mm. musical, the news reporter is a drag queen. But, and she oh, like, she she plays Miss Honey Good Good Good. Yes, Miss Sunshine. Something. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Sunshine yeah. Corazon. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she did. Um, but she's so sickening. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad. I heard also that Cher made no sense in the second movie. Like she did not fit. That people were like, "Why is she here?" It also, was, yeah. She's three years older than Meryl Streep, so logically something's not adding up yeah because she so she plays the grandma and she just randomly comes down and like there's no mention of her in the first movie so there it's is not like there's, there is they talk about the however mom. here's the plot hole uh-huh in the first movie they say that her mom was like super religious and which is why she was like a rebel and why she like went off by herself because mm-hmm. her donna's mom was like not approving of her behavior when did they say that i don't remember Oh, I don't remember that. Me neither. But it was said. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then in the second movie, apparently, Cher's like. Cher. Cher. <laughs> yeah. So not this like uptight religious woman. I think woman. she's like a superstar. I think she's also like a singer. Is she not? I love. I don't remember. I don't remember. I love when movies do that where they're like, do you think the audience is stupid <laughs> enough to forget this detail? And they're like, yes, they are idiots. And Let's change it. You know, we kind of are. We kind of are. I mean, you didn't realize. So. True. Um, shall I give you another fun fact? Yeah. Um, wait, where is it? Oh, 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 oh. Two of the original members of ABBA, Bjorn Yulvis, that I fucked up, and Benny Anderson actually have cameos in this movie. Benny Anderson is the guy on the piano. Oh my God, you predicted that. I said, I'm pretty sure when we watched it together, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's a cameo. It's a perfect cameo role. He's like a guy floating on a boat that's just a piano. And and he's in Dancing Queen. That's one of them. And the other, um, Mr. Bjorn Uveus, was one of the Greek gods during Waterloo. 
So you know they oh. pan up and there's like the Greek gods chilling on top. Yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. was one of those. Oh, I love that. I know, I love that too. I love little cameos because without their genius, we wouldn't have any of um, Mamma Mia. And do you know they won Eurovision? That's how they got so big. Oh, really? I love Eurovision. I wish it was like a bigger thing in the U.S. It's it's very like Disney to me. Eurovision, just like all the different countries, like you get your representative. Oh, oh, okay, it just has like this Disney now. energy to uh-huh. it. Um, but I do wish we, because it's kind of awesome. Yeah, like different countries competing against each other. I guess we have the Olympics for that. <laughs> but like singing, I want to see yeah. the, the Olympics of drag and like the Italian people, the Italian band who won are like sickening. Which who, who have you not? Heard? Oh my god, they're like so like they're like men and they wear skirts and stuff and they wear like tons of makeup, uh, like they're like edgy. Oh, sickening. Um, they're sort of like a punk band and people were pissed. Like conservatives were really mad they won, but when like, they win, they won Eurovision. When this year? Oh, okay. Or like yeah, I guess it recently, was this year. recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, you know Celine Dion won. Oh really? That's, Isn't she? That's where she became I thought she Celine. Was Canadian. I'm pretty sure Canada's in. Oh, they're in Eurovision? I think so. Oh. I know she won. That's all I know. <laughs> uh-huh. But I think Canada is. Um, but so did ABBA. ABBA's like an original winner, an OG. Oh, I love that. I know. Good what for them. What country are they from? Sweden. Oh, okay. That would explain Bjork. That's true. And you know what I heard? I don't know if this is true. Uh-huh. But do you know why ABBA's costumes were so over the top? I, you know, I saw, I know you're going to say something and I've seen, I know what you're talking about, but... I don't remember why. It was like a money thing. It's a tax thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, they could take deductions off of how extravagant their costumes were, uh-huh. which doesn't really add up to me, but I also don't really understand taxes, so I yeah, don't yeah, pretend. Yeah, yeah. But um, there you go. Fun fact. Um, let's, let's take a little break, and then we're going to come back and talk about all the faggotry mm-hmm. involved. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? Ew, seriously. They squeeze the grease out of the wool and process it with chemicals, and then you eat it. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I got rid of products I didn't want anywhere near my body. I found that many multivitamins contained high amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and even lacked some of the nutrients we actually needed. So what did I do? At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. Ritual's products are made traceable, meaning we share the science and sourcing for every single ingredient. For example, our vegan vitamin D3 comes from sustainably harvested lichen in Nottingham, England, not sheep. We trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. See for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com podcast. And we're back. Wait, didn't didn't I have another fun fact? Wait. Or did I just have the no, share? No, 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 no. Just the share one. We okay, did three. Good. We did three. <laughs> we don't have a structure sheet uh-huh. today. <laughs> we're really winging it. But listen, we don't need it because anyone with a pair of eyes knows that Mama Mia is pretty motherfucking gay. Yeah. I mean, let's start let's start with the fact that it's a musical. True. I mean, hello. Not only is it a musical, it's like it's like the musical. It's like the musical. Like literally like everyone under everyone understands Mamma Mia. Yes. Um, I sent you a Reddit link today that said, um, why do the gays love Mamma Mia so much? Someone asked that question genuinely, and I think that's a great question. Yeah. I think that's a great question. I definitely think 
the Greek island has has something to do with that. Gays love Greek mythology, mm-hmm. even if it's just adjacent to Greek mythology. Yeah. Um, I definitely think it's all the, the gay icons. I mean, Amanda. Um, Christine. Yeah. Meryl. Cher. Cher. <laughs> Molly Weasley. Uh, oh my god, yeah. Yeah, I always forget that's her because she's, she's a little chameleon. I also think... And I was trying to explain this to my mom the other day, and I did such a poor job. Mm-hmm. But gays love gays love women. Period. Mm-hmm. Right. That's especially we're talking about like gay men love women. It's like the whole thing. Yeah. Diva is like totally. aspirational mom thing. Um, but specifically middle aged women. Uh huh. Gays love middle aged women. And listen, I relate. When I worked in Macy's. All my friends were the 40-year-old women. Exactly. Um, same, same. We just scenario. vibe. We're on the same level. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that's also why. Because Donna is such a sickening character. Yeah. Um, and I think there's also something like... I mean, the plot is so camp without trying to be camp, which mm-hmm. is camp. Mm-hmm. That is, at the end of the day, camp. That's camp. Because- it doesn't try to be camp. Okay, it's can't be. Uh-huh. Not the plot, though. True. Because, I, I mean, the plot's ridiculous, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, she doesn't know who her dad is. There's three possible options. Mm-hmm. She traps him on an island and tries to figure out which one's her dad. Mm-hmm. Um, that's That seems can't be to me. Mm-hmm. That's camp, camp vibes. Um, but it's also, like, kind of... Like, they take that seriously. True. They do. They are very emotional and serious about it. Oh, yeah. It's like a big thing. Um... But I think also why the gays love it so much is because even though they take some aspects of it seriously, it's really just a grand old time. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun musical. And the gays love fun. I mean, I don't get it, but they do. Party. <laughs> poppers. Um, oh my, could you imagine? My friend, one time my friend um, did poppers without really knowing it was like the gay sex joke. And then she like texted me and she was like, or I don't know. Somehow I found out. And I was like, Kate, like, were you doing anal? Why did you do poppers? Like, you don't do poppers to feel good at a party. People do. That's an, You die like that. You can do it too much. No, but I see people do. Have you seen the video of Charlie XCX holding up the poppers? <laughs> holding goes, poppers. Gay rights. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> what happens if you... Is poppers um, bottled gas? Or is it liquid that emits a gas? It's... It's that. It's liquid that emits a gas. What happens when you drink the popper? Oh my god. Do you die? You like prob- it's you can't be good. I'm gonna look it up. That's a great that's a great question. I don't know because I've only inhaled them. But um I'm sure it would burn like hell. It's like nail polish remover. Like it's chemicals. So it can't be healthy. Um if you drink a popper. But honestly I don't like poppers very much. I feel like it would make me really Oh, oh! You would just be poisoned. Yeah, and it could be fatal. Right. So a boring death. I would love like <laughs> your butthole just like gapes open, <laughs> like you know, like some extreme... all your organs fall out <laughs> from your from your butt. From your butthole. You prolapse. Ex- <laughs> you prolapse your heart. Some extreme version yeah. of this thing. No, that would be great. Um, but unfortunately, it's just normal normal death. Oh, <laughs> boring. Uh... I don't like poppers though. You know why? I get very hot. Mm. And that to me is not enjoyable during sex. Yeah. Like, also, I, why would you? I mean, you're a top. Right. Well, I've tried. Oh, true. Getting things down there. I feel like poppers would make that easier. 
Oh, 100%. It relaxes your muscle. It's a muscle relaxer. But then, right? like, my face is in the pillow, and I'm burning, and I have a headache, and Period. someone's trying to put something inside me. There's too many, too, too much is happening. Oh. Um, um, also, if you hear, like, this scritchy, scratchy sound, I'm growing out a beard, and I'm realizing that I'm scritchy scratching, and my mic is right next to my face. Here it is. You're scritchy scratching your beard. Oh, for your role. Yeah. Are you growing it until then? I'm growing until October, and then they decide if they want me to be bearded or not. Okay, well, I can't really talk about what exactly it oh, is yet. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> because they, they haven't released the information, but okay. for a role, yeah. Okay, period. Um, scritchy, scratchy. It is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, back to poppers. <laughs> back to poppers, back to Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the gays love it. And have you seen the musical musical? Yeah, we I... saw it at the high school, right? You saw it? at the high school did you not go oh yeah yeah yeah. okay i thought yeah yeah, yeah. i saw like uh, a high school performance our our high school's performance yes. but i didn't see like a real i saw it on broadway mm-hmm. and honestly the high school performance was questionable but it captured the spirit it, and it's just if everyone if you have a chance to go see mama mia go not because it will change your life mm-hmm. just because you'll have fun and i feel like there's not enough of that yeah, fun in this world. We need more fun, guys. There's not enough just, like, musicals that exist. For, that's not true. There's a lot. But we need more good musicals that mm-hmm. exist with a sole purpose of being entertaining. Yeah. Like Honk. Like Honk. <laughs> <laughs> Musical about the ugly duckling. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Like, you know what it's like? It's the musical version of Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. Mm-hmm. It exists for the mm-hmm. sole purpose of being a good time i need more movies than that mcu that's what i'm saying more mcu barb and star Uh (laughs) uh-huh i feel like they need to enter the mamma mia mcu yes makes sense with the talking crab (laughs) do you remember that scene with the talking crab (gasps) oh my god i forgot just how kooky crazy that movie got (laughs) i love that movie i watched it with my well first of all everyone go watch it barb and star go to vista del mar watch it so i watched it with my brother and he didn't realize that Kristen wig played both with a barb or a star whichever one and the villain because mm-hmm. the makeup is pretty good on, on Kristen wick she does and she's she's kind of a chameleon she is she is and she was that cheetah woman in mm-hmm. wonder woman and then she was that space scientist lady and yes. i don't know interstellar one of those one of the you're right uh-huh. she was like a serious role um, I love Kristen Wiig. Same. This is not about Kristen Wiig. <laughs> I, w- I was about to go on a whole Kristen Wiig tangent. It's just uh-huh. not for today. Uh-huh. Um, you know what I really want to talk about with this movie is, so she has three dads, right? Uh-huh. One of them, Harry, is pretty confirmed gay. Mm-hmm. But something really interesting happened when we were watching it is because we were watching it together and as we were watching it, or as we were starting, we were like, oh, maybe we can do this for the podcast and we were thinking about it. Um, and... You were like, because I mentioned that Harry's gay, and I was like, that's a great thing to talk about. And you were like, Harry's gay? They just do it in such a subtle way that I think was very common in Hollywood at this time. Yes. That they were like, oh, like, here's some hints that you, that maybe the adults will get. But the kids, It's very adults will get. Uh Uh-huh. And I think in the musical, it's more um, obvious. And Uh they, they, because musicals have been queer- for a while now uh-huh. like musicals were a pretty early media to be queered um and everything else is sort of caught on a little late mm-hmm. um so it was pretty explicit in mama mia because mommy i think the musical came out in the late 90s um or early to that late 90s um but um in the movie 
they tone it back in a very weird way and i just like i I found your comment so revealing Mm -hmm. uh, because i i knew perhaps maybe i didn't pick up on it when i the first couple times i watched it but like i knew so it was just very interesting to hear that like it was it was subtle enough that you didn't pick up on it like i think that's very interesting here's how they do it right so harry's first introduced as this sort of like sex symbol like the first thing that comes to mind in his character mm-hmm. is when they're introducing themselves one by one with like sam sam carmichael ready and like, bill bill anderson and then he's mm-hmm. like and i'm bright harry bright which is like a james bond thing yeah, yeah, yeah so i think they were trying to it was probably a joke about pierce brosnan right, right, right. but i think it was also like introducing harry as this like sexual masculine character mm-hmm. um which i think is very like it's intentional that the first sort of like first few things you see about him is you see he's a little neurotic and mm-hmm. he's a little bit like uncomfortable but also he's this like sex guy which i think your brain would automatically go to like heteronormative sex mm-hmm. guy you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that's like the first introduction and then slowly that's chipped away but like in super subtle ways um like i think he tells sophie that his mom was the her mom was the first woman he loved and the last yeah yeah yeah. which is a very subtle comment and i saw a reddit thread posted a hundred days ago about this so people people are still talking about it Uh where someone asked is harry bright gay which seems like so people are confused about it Mm -hmm. um and they were like oh i just thought that line was about how he's so committed to donna like he just loves donna so much that she, she was the only woman he ever loved his whole life by choice and i guess it could be interpreted in that way purposefully so purposefully so they made it very vague Mm -hmm. and i think in the musical they do that too i don't think in the musical he comes out like in a feather boa like fagging it up i don't think that's what happens i think it's also this like subtle hints are being dropped but i think the payoff is bigger because in this movie doesn't really build anywhere and do you remember this conversation between Bill and Harry, they're on the boat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, Do you remember yeah. this one? Uh-huh. And Bill is like, it's one of those conversations where they're talking about two totally different things, but they think they're talking about the same thing. Harry's like, I didn't know about this, and I'm like so overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. I just learned this. And Bill thinks he's talking about realizing he's gay, mm-hmm. and Harry thinks he's talking about Sophie and finding out that he's Sophie's dad, mm-hmm. and this is miscommunication. Um, but I, I did not oh, pick then, up on... And then harry wait which one's the gay one harry so then the other one harry thought the other one was talking about molly Weezy's character oh re- uh-huh yes. he was like i love her so much already then yeah. she was like just go marry her right uh-huh there's you're right there's a double miscommunication yeah, yeah, yeah um but i did not pick up on that until this time that i think that bill was talking about mm-hmm. harry being gay because we were definitely, like, looking at it more carefully, I think. For and sure. I guess you do need to look at it so carefully to understand. Right. Which is, like, kind of unfortunate, but at least it was there. Because because they never, before that scene, other than that one throwaway line about being the first woman and the last whatever, mm-hmm. they don't mention the fact that he's queer in any other sense. Mm-hmm. So now having this whole conversation, I think you're just supposed to assume that he's gay or maybe like it's for people who've rewatched it and they know that he's gay because like 
it doesn't make any sense with the information that the movie has given you. It just doesn't, it's not enough to believe that conversation and really understand, mm-hmm. um, which I think is super important to recognize. Yeah. Um, and it get, it ends up getting a little more explicit. Like um, at the wedding, Harry gets up and he says something about how, I think a similar comment about how we'll always love donna and he doesn't love women anymore and then he like looks to some man that we've never seen before mm-hmm. some Imp- very hot man super hot man mm-hmm. like harry pulled that trade for also he's the hottest dad anyway mm-hmm. he um he like looks at this guy and i think the audience is supposed to be like oh that's his partner but they never introduce this man yeah they just th- throw a shot to him sophie's stepdad <laughs> the new stepdad yeah which is just like I don't like that is the problem is because they could have introduced this character they could have had a scene of Harry meeting him because he didn't come on the island with Harry uh-huh. it seems like they met each other over the course of this day mm-hmm. um, but the, they never introduce his character so I think we're just supposed to assume that he's looking at him because he is he's the man that he loves but it's like so unsubstantiated mm-hmm. that it's missable it's entirely missable you could just be like oh he's looking at this random background actor Mm -hmm. like i don't know like it's super explainable as not queer Mm -hmm. and then having him in the mix already if he were to come to the island with them would be like a funny extra gag like oh my god poor dads right or exactly Mm -hmm. they could have had jokes about like oh he's my roommate yeah you know like they could have done that route my gal pal (laughs) (laughs) which still would have been like i still wish they would have been like open about it but understandably and that would have been a good way for the movie to get around Mm mm-hmm that because like what probably this is two this came out in 2008 Uh uh-huh for context more recent than i thought more recent than i thought but still like before there was a lot of queer representation and certainly positive queer representation so i think the movie wanted to honor the legacy of the musical that is very gay that has a queer character and tried to like use it but of course like cast it in a light that was acceptable because mm-hmm. the amount would make big pharma happy exactly because <laughs> you know the amount of i keep dropping my fucking phone <laughs> i'm sitting on this little teensy bench because i'm so here, skinty here no it's okay <laughs> thank you though <laughs> um what was i fucking saying um i had it gay legacy mama mia respectful way harry 2008 not advanced big pharma big pharma here's what i was gonna say thank you (laughs) Uh um the amount of wine moms who love this movie but like both liberal wine moms Mm -hmm. and conservative wine moms so they got the whole wine mom spectrum Uh uh-huh politically (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-huh the wm spectrum you um so it's like it appealed to all these women it's particularly conservative women the amount of conservative women who like this movie it's mm-hmm. wild really um, i yeah. didn't i didn't know that oh for sure mm. oh for sure um and it's because it's like fun and flirty and maybe like introduces this queer character but not enough to make it like uncomfortable we're not shoving it down your throat right that and that, I think, is what people talk about when they say shoving it down their throat, is they mean, like, making it explicit. They yeah. want it subtle. They want it there so they can laugh at it, 
but not there enough that they have to deal with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That felt smart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> come on, just shove it down come my on, throat. Come on. Later, Lily. Oh my god, baby. Okay, I guess we should finish faster for 20 more minutes. If you know one thing about me, it's that I have no problem finishing faster. That'll be your drag race. That'll be your drag race entrance. <laughs> Can we get this over? Because I finish really fast. <laughs> that would be so funny. That would actually be really funny. I writing think. it down, writing it down. Uh-huh. Um, I came up with one the other day. What was it? Oh, it would be to walk into drag race and be like, how does it come Yeah. Like, say something totally <laughs> nonsensical. How funny would that be? That would be so funny. No one steal that idea that's mine. <laughs> no, that would be really funny, I think. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, totally throw the opportunity <laughs> to say something legit away. Because yeah. it's better than being like, oh, you bitches better watch out. Because yeah. I'm going to make you gag. Like, I'm, <laughs> like I don't, I want to say something like that. Oh, my that. God. Or, like, saying something like that, but, like, in an ironic way. Right. <laughs> but, like, I feel like there's no way to, to to explain to the Drag Race audience, because they're all stupid, that it was ironic. It, it would have to be super obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, like when Utica sneezed and then said, I'm sickening. <laughs> like that was like, you know I what I mean? Her. Like, yeah. it took a common Drag Race thing and made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, how did I... Finishing last. Right. Uh, Finishing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um... <clears throat> But where did that come from? <laughs> um, it doesn't matter. Oh, shoving down my throat. Shoving down your throat. Speaking of shoving down your throat, Harry Bright is pretty fucking gay. Um, <laughs> and and they have him at the end. <laughs> they yes. have him at the end, like embracing the man. Like you know, when the whole like Aphrodite's. Also, I love that part where they slow down her saying it's Aphrodite, and she said it's Aphrodite. Aphrodite. You know what Wait, I'm talking what? about? When the fountain explodes or the ground explodes oh, right. and the water comes out, for some reason they slow mode her saying it's Aphrodite mm-hmm. and that just stuck in my mind. Anyone else? Okay. <laughs> um, so like they have like a big dance party in the rain and he like is embracing his man partner, but not like super mm-hmm. obvious. Like, they're, like I think he's just together. like riding his shoulders or something. Yeah. Or like they're dancing together, something like that. Yeah, they're not yeah, like yeah. kissing or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, I think was them being like, so I think that's the, supposed to be the payoff. And I think in the musical, it's very obvious. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I think he sings um, during Take a Chance on Me. He also does that in the movie, though. It's magic. You know, he sings that part. I think he sings oh, that yeah. part. I think he sings that part with the man in the musical. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think it's more explicit in the musical, was the point. And so the payoff of building to like this whole queer character like is more obvious and in this movie it's like not <clears throat> and like um i want to talk about whether or not we think that's problematic but let's qu- take a quick little break first so harry bright one of our gay daddies mm-hmm. um do you find this to be problematic do you find it to be fine understandable what do you think i think you know i think they delve more into it in mamma mia too I definitely need to rewatch it. Do they? Um, but I understand why it is the way it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to call something like that problematic, in my opinion, because, like, they really did try. I'm sure, like, Meryl, like, the, the ally she is, and, like, Amanda, <laughs> and, like, all those people, and any other, like, producer or whatever, 
I'm sure if they wanted to put on Mamma Mia, they you know were... Meryl's middle name is Ally. Is it Ali or Ally? <laughs> <a> oh, <laughs> um, you're too funny. Um, I'm sorry, that was not worth interrupting <laughs> your train of thought. <laughs> so they probably pushed for it. Yeah, they probably the- pushed for it. Um, and that was probably the. I'm sure there's drafts somewhere where it's gayer, mm. but they just need to roll back because they're like. I don't know, 21st Century Fox, whoever put this on. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Tom Hanks. He was literally a producer. Oh, movie. yeah, Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, um, Tom Hanks hates the gays. There it is. There, there it is. His son is insane. His son is insane. Um, do you want me to put on the air conditioner? You can if I you want. Like oh, is it going to buzz? Loud. Is it going to? Let's see. Audience, let us know. Okay. Well, <laughs> Maybe this is just the new normal. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We have this background. Oh, that feels like it's too loud. You think? Does it matter? Um, air conditioning. What's your opinion? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think he said he's tired. Okay. And he period. wants to go back to sleep. Period. Period. It was worth a try. It was. I, yeah, I don't know. You just seem hot. I do. I look hot. I don't know. You look kind of sweaty here. Okay. But not really. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you know what? To be fair, my pits are. It's fine. We're almost done. All right. Um. What the fuck were we talking about? Oh, you're right. I also would not consider it problematic. I think you're right. I would not call this problematic because it does it. It has a queer character. Uh-huh. He's positively represented. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's a good dad. He cares about Sophie. Yeah. Right? Um. So it's not bad representation. And it's just what it is, I guess. He was the one who used to be goth, right? Yes. So I think that's also, like, gay. Especially in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge punk scene. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's not like problematic. It's just kind of really interesting that in this family movie about like fun and, and love and whatever, they have this character and it's just like so subtle that you can miss it. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, if this movie was made today, I think it would be a little more obvious. They'd, they'd have a little less shying away to do. Mm-hmm. Because I do think it's important for kids to see that. And I mean, we watched this movie a whole bunch when we were kids. And I mean, I I think I picked up on the fact that he was gay. Uh-huh. So um, I don't know what to say about you. Um, but, I do, <laughs> but I do think like that has positive value. Mm-hmm. Um, except for when you make it a spectacle. And I worry that because the movie didn't put a lot of power in his character or his story sort of turns it into a little bit of a spectacle. Mm -hmm. Him being gay? Yeah. I guess it's it's sort of treated as like a plot twist. Right. Like zoinks. One of the dads is a fan! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh wait, we need you as a narrator for Mamma Mia. Yes. The the uncut. The uncut version. (laughs) That's good. I mean, it's it's Grecian, so it is uncut. Hey. Wait, no, Greek Greeks' cocks are cut. Have you seen... Are they? Are they? Now I don't know. Maybe, like, Orthodox. But that didn't come until later. So maybe pre... I mean, yeah, pre-Catholic... Pre-Judaism. Well, it, it, it didn't really exist. The Greece that we think of today didn't exist pre-Judaism. Judaism existed basically as long as the classical era... Before the classical era of Greece culture. Um. Someone tell us. This is a great... Because I know Michelangelo's... Michelangelo, uh his David, 
his cock is is cut. What? But that's because it was oh, the 1500s. Yeah, 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 because it was... Religious. So that's automatically what my brain goes to, because I can see that cock in my face. <laughs> but when in my I mind's think eye. of Greece, I, well, I just think of, like... Danny Zuko. It <laughs> <laughs> took me too long. <laughs> uh, flying cars. Yeah. When I think of Greece, I think of, like, um... Of, like, Greek mythology. Right. So I think... And, like, Europeans normally are... Are you Googling our Greeks cut? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking classical Greek sculpture penis. Maybe they didn't even have. No, they definitely had penises in oh, there. Oh yeah. Why ancient Greek sculptures have small penises? No, that I know why. Because that was the ideal. Um. You know what they look to be? This one of Zeus, where he's like real big. Uh huh. Or maybe it's Hercules. It, it looks cut. I mean, it looks uncut. Right. You would call that an uncut cock. It looks uncut. It yeah. looks uncut. Okay. There'd be more of a mushroom if it was cut. You're right. But David for sure is cut. Uh-huh. Um, do I know something dirty? Uh-huh. It's not really that dirty. But I think, like, my secret aesthetic is Apollo. Oh, I, yeah. I have this, like, desire to be a Greek sculpture thing. Uh-huh. But also Apollo. Get some Apollo tattoos. I, I her wand. No, I would look crazy. You would look fun. I'd look crazy. <laughs> you would look crazy. You would. You would. I would look crazy. Uh, maybe like Gingy. I could do a Gingy. Like uh-huh. a Gingy strawberry blonde. Yeah. I still look crazy. I can't do that light. <gasps> um, My beard does grow in gold, though. Uh-huh. And you have a little Gingy hairs, too. Yeah, little little babies. Yeah. Um, That was embarrassing. Anyway, um, who do you think is Sophie's real dad? I think it's the blonde one. Bill. The, Bill. The one whose who's grandma left. The one whose grandma or whatever left the thing to... And to... her name is Sophie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a pretty big fact, but also... Okay. Here's the plot hole. Uh-huh. How would Bill's grandma know that Bill had a daughter and not Bill? So I think... So I'm thinking of it from more like a... I'm thinking of it from a very... Just come along with me. On okay, this I'm coming. I'm here. Um, <clears throat> Bill doesn't have anything. Harry's gay. Right. And so he has nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. So that his thing is being gay. Right. Pierce's... What's Pierce's character called? Um, Sam. Sam is Donna's new husband. Right. Bill doesn't have anything. Oh, but he's like an adventurer. He's like an adventure guy. But, like, he doesn't have any, like, he, he, in my mind, the way the math is adding up in my mind, he's dad because he has less things to do. So he has to be the dad because that's his thing. Okay. Also, he's blonde. And Amanda's blonde. All right. But so is Meryl's blonde. So she could have gotten it from there. Period. <laughs> that's genetic. But, like, in my mind, it's just the way the, the, the math is adding up. No, in my mind, Sam's the guy who doesn't have a thing. Because well, Sam is Meryl's boy, boy toy. But other than that, Bill is Bill is adventure. Uh-huh. I remember Indiana Jones hat. <laughs> um, the guy who did it in our high school did it with an Australian accent. I don't know why. I don't know if that's. Um, I don't know if that was a choice or if that's how it is in the musical that he's Australian because he's not Australian in this movie. I don't know. So he's the adventure guy. Harry is the posh uh-huh. gay, and Sam is what? Other than being the guy that Donna ends up being with, 
he's like the guy. He's just the guy. Uh huh. He's like straight guy. So he he's the one in my mind. I think he's the dad, because it would just be easier in my mind for Donna to be back with him and then him be the dad. Uh huh. Um, but I don't know. I feel like he's. I just don't get the whole like. My grandma's name was Sophie, and he left this island to whatever, whatever. So Grandma Sophie did. Yeah. And, and the fact that how would they, how would she know to give the money to Donna? That's for you to decide, listeners, because <laughs> I really have no fucking clue. I think they talk. I think Sophie, Grandma Sophie, is in Mamma Mia too. What? Really? Because they is set that up, share too? <laughs> <laughs> they set up the island. They set up the hotel in Mamma Mia too. Mm-hmm. Um. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know either. More important question though: uh-huh. Who's the hottest dad? It's Sam, in my opinion, I think. Okay. Because uh, he's more of a father? Drag me. <laughs> um, I think it's Sam. I mean, the other two are cute. But, like, I think Sam is the hottest. Okay. Yeah. I think it's um Harry for me. Colin Firth was kind of attractive in this film. And I don't think he's generally attractive. Mm-hmm. But in this film, I was like, oh. He just seemed a little, like, bland. And not Sam. So I Sam. literally just said Sam's the guy who has no character traits other than being the guy that Donna ends up with. True. Um, like, give me a character trait of his. Sexy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine. Fair. Give me another one. He's brown hair. <laughs> He's played by Pierce Brosnan. God damn it! I dropped my phone again. Oh my! I'm just gonna um, put the phone over here. Okay. Perfect. Um, Harry, listen, and when I realize also that most of the time when I'm ranking how attractive they are, mm-hmm. I'm ranking just physically. I'm not talking about them as a character. Because them as a character, I'd probably go for Sam full package. Mm-hmm. But just on looks, I'd go for Harry. You know what I mean? I realize I do that. I never qualify with, this is just a physical appearance because i feel uh-huh. like you do a more full picture thing mm-hmm. which is fine you can you can continue doing that that makes sense i just feel like he is more like i don't know i just could see myself more with him mm. i hear you yeah but honestly sky the boyfriend uh, he you know he, have you seen broad city no oh my god i have to wait show you. Yes. Okay, so he... Sorry, my brain... I skipped that question and went to, have I seen him in Broad City? I've seen Broad City. I'm so sorry. So he, I haven't finished it, though. to me, looks too much like Jaime. You're so right. Is that the same actor? No. They look very similar. No, Jaime's face is wider and, like, a little more round. But they have very similar, like, facial features. Yeah, very, very similar sort of, like, skin coloring. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, they're definitely... You're right. And, like, just deep-set eyes. Yeah. I still think he's hot. It's just, I can't get that image of him out of my head. As Jaime? As Jaime, yeah. Even though they're not the same person? Even though they're not the same person at all. They just remind me too much of each other. But Jaime's, like, not unattractive. You know the actor's straight in real life, though, which I... No, no shot. Yes. He? He? He thumbs it up. He really does. He thumbs it up for that show. And you know what I just saw last night? This is so unrelated. Uh Uh-huh. They're making a new gay rom-com... By Judd Apatow, who's the guy who did um, Mean, uh, not Mean Girls, Bridesmaids. Um, Billy Eichner. 
is going to be writing it and starring in it. Oh. And they have another guy. I'm pulling it up. Um, Zach McFarland, I think, who's this beautiful oh, fucking faggot. He's so gorgeous. Oh. Zach McFarland? Is, is he related to Zach McFarland? I don't think so. Luke McFarlane. Oh. Oh. Anyway, he's playing. Uh, he's. They're having a new gay rom com movie about men in their middle ages, and they're both middle aged men who are actually gay. Yay! Oh, that's so cute. Yay! Billy. Billy. Billy on the street. Billy on the street. I was just. That made me happy because when I saw that, I was like, you know what? And that is a movie I will support. Uh huh. Just because I could not. He looks so straight. This guy. He does. He oh does. God, he's so gorgeous. Ugh, I can't wait. I, Billy is so funny. He. It's gonna be good. He's recently bothersome. You know when celebrities are funny and then they become famous and you're like, oh no, I don't like them anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of him for me. I feel like he like sort of, sort of like oversaturated himself. So much. Because Belly on the Street, there's like, it's all the same and there's like a hundred episodes. I tried watching it. I've I, I've seen clips. Uh-huh. I love the clips. The clips are exactly, the clips are good. That's all you need because I watched a whole episode and I was like, I, I literally couldn't get through it. Yeah. Um. But him and Parks and Rec, gold. Him and Parks and Rec is so funny. There's a scene, the scene where she drove me here. Oh, I love the she drove me here. She I, drove me here. I love, I love that scene. And so and there's much. a deleted scene where they're all like, each of them are just like, um, improvising new lines. Uh-huh. Um, like, hey, could you drive me? Uh, and he's like, she drove me? <laughs> Just over and over again. Uh-huh. It's very funny. I'll show you that after. Oh, please. Um, what was a moment from this movie that made you queer? That made me queer? I think it was... Um, uh, what's the name of the song? Is it? Is it Don't Don't Go Wasting Your Emotion? Or is it Lay All Your Love On Me? Lay All Your Love On Me. Um, that song, that sequence, and then when the boys all went up on the dock with their little flippy flops, um, I think that was, that was a moment. Um. That moment. Oh. And Ooh. I think just, like. They're so fine. They are. All those men are so fine. They are. And just, like, Sophie in general, being, being the little fairy princess she is. She's very, she's very that mm-hmm. girl. She is that girl. And I hear you, I think. Dancing Queen. I don't know. The feminism. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. They really did. I also love how they transformed Dancing Queen into, like, a feminist anthem. Mm-hmm. Like, they really didn't have to do that, but they did. <clears throat> and I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, No, I just love the vibes. I love the fun. I love the... It's not like the story really encourages... I guess the story does encourage making your own choices mm-hmm. and being, you know, sexuality, sort of like destigmatizing sexuality, which I think is great, you know, because Donna's whole thing is that she was a sexual person and now she's sort of being like judged for it. And it's like freeing her from that mm-hmm. and showing that there's more to a person than that. And also being old and having sex. Yeah. And like her two friends, they're, they're out here getting some... They're getting that cock. They that, are that Grecian cock, uncut exactly. cock. Yeah. Um, and I'm so I'm so happy for them. I also just realized your mom's here. Oh my god, it's screaming fine. about cocks. <gasps> What's new? <laughs> Honestly, what else? At least she probably doesn't think we're having sex in here. Yeah, which is it's one of two things. I mean, we could very well be. 
you're just on top of me and we're holding our mics. This is a cover. This is a recording we're playing at top volume to hide our grunts. As we're... <laughs> we've pre-recorded this. Currently, though, uh-huh. we're just fucking Absolutely. hard. And if you listen really rough. closely, you can hear the screams. <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear? I don't know. Maybe they did. <laughs> um, what do you rate this movie? I love that we stopped doing the gay men categories for this. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Like the twink I was just too hard to think it's, of. Yeah. It's just one um, out of ten, And it's please. so arbitrary. Yeah. Um, I give it... You know, this is one of those movies, those rare movies, which isn't problematic. So we don't need to negate the rating yes. for that. Yes. So honestly, I'm just going to give it like a nine. You know what? I'm... I'm also maybe going to give it an 8 to 9. Okay. I'm going to give it an 8. Okay. It's fun. It's flirty. It's musical. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's nostalgic. Uh-huh. I don't need anything else. I know that if... Because we were... Here's the story uh-huh. behind... We were together. We had just made pizza. <laughs> uh-huh. We had just gotten high. Uh-huh. You're we like, what can we watch? And then one of us was like, made a joke about Mamma Mia uh-huh. or something about Mama. We were making pizza... And you're like, Mamma Mia. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, then, like, and then you were you're just like, like wait. wait. We should just watch Mamma Mia. And then I was like, wait. We should. And it's one of those movies. It is one of those movies. You can just put it on and it will be a blast. And we, I could watch it right now. I would. I would watch it again. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. We just end this and record another episode about it. We just record. We just put our mics up to the stereo. <laughs> Mamma Mia. We release a full hour and a half episode and it's just an audio of Mamma Mia. <laughs> Then we got. What if we did live reacts? I was thinking about that. We could do live reacts. If we had enough um, listeners, which we don't, I would I would do live reacts Uh where we watch the movies together and also stream them. That would go on our Patreon. I've thought about this. Mm -hmm. Mm. (laughs) Season two. Season two. Mm -hmm. Spread the word, maybe. Yeah. Um. That's it. We did it. Look at that. Yeah. Oh my god. Good for us. So if you enjoy this episode of Rainbow Rewatch, please. Um, go follow us at Rainbow Rewatch on Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. Also, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and leave your recommendations for what you'd like for us to watch next. We will listen. We promise we will. Uh-huh. Only if it's five stars, though. Yeah. Or else I'm going to send someone to have sex with you and then another person and another person all at once <gasps> and you won't know who impregnated uh- you. Oh, my God. Oh, isn't that... You guys, that's so sweet. (laughs) I know, but it's just for you. (laughs) You're about to leave a really nasty one-star review. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tempt me. Um, I love you and appreciate you. I love you and appreciate... Even though you told me I'm sweaty. No, I didn't mean it like that. (laughs) No, I didn't mean it like that. I meant... You're glistening. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, my love. (laughs) Bye. 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 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. 